0: This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, Steve, um, welcome to KVMR. Here's something. Uh, I find it kind of disheartening not to see any rain in the forecast, but are there some benefit? What positive circumstances are you seeing? That's a good question,
1: Paul, because lack of water does have its advantages and its disadvantages. Uh, Our neighbors, for example, they're building their home. And they need to get the shingles on the roof. They need the windows to go in. And they need that siding place before the rains come. And so now they have time to do that, fortunately. So so basically, the construction season becomes longer. And, and also tree maintenance, completed by not only private owners, but you know PG&E. We see them all the time out there doing their job. They can accomplish more with this extra time. So that most certainly is a benefit. Another benefit is to... You know look at your water supplies during these low rain periods and then notice how it's affecting the streams around you, the creeks around you, and even your wells. It's really a time of of discovery. It's important for all of us to know how resilient we are, okay? So these current circumstances can lead us to uh, to that knowledge of understanding that. And of course, you know you compare that water supply, Condition that you 're in with with what your water demand is, what demand you 're putting on 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 the water supply, so you know when when we have all this information, uh, we can start using alternative practices that could remove any negative conditions that we we are observing, so it really is a time that we can build tenacity and resilience.
0: Well, there are bad experiences happening because of what appears to be um, a delayed rain. Because uh, we were all excited, and rain came, and then it went away. Yeah, but that <laughs> did kind of mitigate the fire danger at this time. Uh, uh, what are some other things that maybe, or you know, good results of this? Well, you know, let me throw out an example
1: to you. I, I know of a private property owner down in Madera County. Okay, that's down in the Central Valley. The homeowner is on a private well, and they've been there since 1967. It's been a long time, and they've always had this a reliable source of groundwater from that well. Well, now their neighbors, uh, who are farmers, uh, small farmers, they, they have a small almond orchard there, and they're watering that orchard. The water comes from the ground. <clears throat> they have a, it's a well, so it's a nearby well to the, these private well owners. Unfortunately, the homeowners now well is going dry and it's going to cost them another $20,000 to fix the problem, to deepen that well. And of course, that's doable if you have the money, but in this particular case, the private property owners are on a fixed income, so they can't afford to pay for that, that deepening of the well. So the way you turn a bad situation good is to engage with a local groundwater management agency and... The best groundwater management practices, it's pretty much known in California, certainly, is a local groundwater management. And so for this particular family, they they need to communicate with the Groundwater Sustainability Agency that was created as a result of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act of 2016. That was Governor, Governor Brown's act that he passed. Uh, before that, you had no place to go with a grievance like this. Now you do. So it's, it's really a good idea. And, and, you know, undermining the water levels by a neighbor overpumping the aquifer, that can happen almost anywhere, even in the foothills here. So having an ombudsman or a collaborative mediation-oriented entity becomes the sharpest tool in the toolbox. It's a great way to go. And uh, I, would, I would hope that, uh, you know, we can even consider that ourselves.
0: So I take it then there is a positive spin to the story.
1: There is absolutely. I've always seen the value of this collaborative uh, mediation approach in the foothill area. We we really truly can. Uh, we're, we're we're taking these big water supply risks right now, and uh, that's going to cause us to be in the midst of water conflicts in the future. And nobody wants to have that happen. So. So what they're doing in the Central Valley is going to be happening in the foothills as well. And and it's going to be a little more difficult up here because we have geology that's more complex. We have a fractured rock environment. And then we have the economic limitations up here. Uh, domestic populations don't have as much money as, as agricultural and, and industrial populations. So, you know, I have some ideas about this myself. And I would love to hear from others as to how they see... Us managing ourselves up here without stepping on toes, but managing ourselves and our groundwater conditions as things get, uh, you know, more dry, more difficult. So let me know.
0: Yeah. And uh, I can uh, tell you how to get a hold of you. Tell our listeners. uh, All right. You can get a hold of Steve uh, with your questions. That's at Steve Baker at OperationUnite.co. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. You bet. Uh, Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker.